Mambo in the City Podcast. Y estamos hoy mejor que nunca. Aquí estamos con el gran Eddie Montalvo, the funny all-star himself, Eddie Montalvo. And Grammy winner. We finally got a man in the house, the man who was called by now. Oh. Oh. Wow. Yes, let's welcome to the program, Senor Tambor, Mr. Eddie Montava. You, you, dude, you have no idea how happy I am to have you here, man. You just have no. Brother, I'm happy. To, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm also happy to be with you, my brother. You know the deal. <laughs> you know, the other day I called Broway. You know how in La Seta they have those uh, those announcement board locals. Those Salcedo llegó tu día. That's right. Ya llegó mi día hoy. Finally, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my man, Eddie Montalvo, I mean, we're going to let you, we're going to let you do the talk. I just want to do a brief intro, man. I mean, I've known you for over 30 years, probably like 35 years when you were living still over here at 655. And those, right, those crazy, when I met you, those crazy days at Club Broadway used to bring me home at like five something in the morning. I really yes, yeah, that's right, man. If those, if, the, if that corner could talk, it, it'd be a lot of, a lot of talking. But this is the man right here, Senor Tamo, with the hottest CD in existence. Like, I, like I've been saying on my show and on the podcast, from one through ten. One, when was the last time anybody put out anything one through ten? Oh, oh, correction. It was when you did two years ago, this thing, Puerto Rico. So it was you who did that the last time. So you were the last time that went. I think the last time was like one to nine. Or one, I think it was one to ten also. So you just repeated it two years later. So... Compadre, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you, brother. DJ Brian and my man Adrian. You know, I love you guys, man. It's, it's funny. We always wind up meeting somewhere in the street or talking, you know, but hey, we're still here. Praise God. Yes, praise God. That's right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely we ain't going nowhere, bro. We ain't going nowhere. That's right. And bro, bro, we that ready pa, pa, pa gozali, pa bailali. You know what, Eddie? If, if bro, we played your, your whole album while you were here, the, the podcast for him will be? At least. <laughs> Tell you, man. One through ten, man. One, One through, through ten. ten. Let's, let's show the people. Let's show the people what we, what we are, what we are talking about. Okay. Well, let's show the people what we're talking about so that people know what time it is. People need to know what time it is. And if you don't have this, like I said, when this came out in March, and I did it on my radio, so the Broadway Express, if you don't have this, don't talk to me. Don't approach me. Oh my God. Dude, no, don't even get near me. And if I'm playing it and you asking me who this is, don't don't come to me. Don't come to me because it's been out since March, man. It's all over all digital platforms. And now we're gonna pump it again like it just came out five minutes ago. Thank you, thank you. Anybody who does not have this need to go get it now. If you can't get the physical, go to iTunes right now. Or oh, after after the podcast, go to iTunes. 
and just download the whole thing. Don't even bother listening to the clips. Trust me when I tell you, I'm a DJ. I know what time it is. Just download the entire, you know, when you, when you go to iTunes and it says, buy the whole album, buy the whole album. That's the end of the story. That's all I got to say, man. That's it. Como dice, punto final. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for the, you know, for the prep that you guys always giving me, you know. But, uh, you know, hey, man, it is what it is. You know, I just like to do a product, not for me. I always do a product for the dancer. That's it. That's true. That's true. And that's, that's the way I look at it. It's not about me. It's about what the public likes. And uh, since I'm old school, well, I go back to the roots and I, you know, I, I select things that, I mean, there's a lot of new tunes there that have never been recorded. Right. But what I got to say is I go back to the old school where I'm always thinking of the dance. I remember I grew up, you know, since a young child listening to music. And being a musician, I mean, uh, you know, uh, with God's blessings, I always have to thank the Lord for it. And I, I say that with an open heart. I thank the Lord all the time because, Same here. Mm -hmm. you know, You're blessed, I'm bro. always thinking, I'm always thinking, Lord, what would you want me to do here? You know what I'm saying? And, hey, it is what it is. And it's, one, and it's one of those productions where it's like, you're not screaming your name on every other song, like so many other albums, so many other CDs. That no, no. The it, it, they're so self-centered. It's all about them. But it's like I told him at the beginning, I think I told you too, Eddie is like, yo, let the drummer get some, let the piano player get some, let the sax get some, let the trombone, let them, let yeah. them get open like it used to be, like it used to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Mike, it's funny you say that because, you know, again, I'm going to express it again. It's not about me. Right. And I, and I think everybody deserves a, a, a break. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. Even when I record, I tell the singers, yo, don't, you don't have to mention me, man. Don't, don't worry about me. And they say, no, but we got to mention you because then they're going to think it's, it's my album, you know? <laughs> so, so they always say Eddie Montalvo or something like that. But it's not that I even put them to say my name. I don't, I don't need my name to be praised. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't. Like I said, you know, I... Hey, I love I love music, and I'm I'm glad that you guys and and whoever has seen the podcast, I, I I pray that you guys like the album, or you young ladies like the album, or men like the album. Um, it's your call, not mine. You know what I'm saying? I do a product, and it's for you guys to tell me if you like it or not. And so far, um, it's funny because I I went on. On, on YouTube the other day, and, and I, I swear, I, I really don't like to read uh, uh, the reviews. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a saying that says in Spanish, it says, you know, uh, los gustos hicieron, you know, los colores hicieron para el gusto that you like. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's going to like it, and I'm not saying that they have to. But so far, I, I just started reading that, and, and everybody was saying, like, wow, man, that thing should go up for a Grammy and all that. And I'm saying, wow, how nice of people to say that. But, again, I, I do it on, with all honesty, thinking of always of the dancer. And, and, and it's funny because there's a tune there, and I'm going to say it honestly. I, I went to Mexico with my orchestra, and... Roberto Rowena was there in, in Mexico and, oh. and, I, and, I got, and I got to see 
Tempo Loman, who's my boy. We've been boys from, forget about it. As a matter of fact, I, I, for those that don't know, in 1983, I was playing with Conjunto Libre. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people don't even know that. Wow, yeah, and, I didn't know that. And, and, I, and I went with them to Germany. But let's take it back. Cool. Uh, was in Mexico, and I saw Tempo, and I said, you know, Tempo, I'm going to record an album. And I always liked the tune that Tito Rodriguez did, and Libre really blew it off the chart, which was El Chango de Maria. Mm. And I said, and I want you to sing it. He says, de verdad, you know, for real? And I said, yeah, I want you to sing it. When I, when I sent the arrangement to be made, I want you to sing it. So sure enough, you know, I, I, I was in Puerto Rico and I started doing all my legwork there and composers and everything and composers and the arrangers and the whole nine yards. And, and when I was ready, I called up Tempo and I said, Tempo, Eddie Montalvo, hey, ¿qué está pasando? I said, listen, um, let me know when you're ready to go to the studio. And he says to me, uh, are you serious? And I said, yeah, I'm serious. What, what, what did I tell you in Mexico? And he says, okay, I'll tell you what, man, can you give me a week? And, but can you send me at least an MP3 of what you recorded so that I can start tuning up and getting it together, what I'm going to say in, in the album. Right. I'm going to sing in the album. And I said, you got it. And I sent it to him. And he did a great job. They all did a great job. I mean, uh, you know, I, I praise them all because they all did a great job. And I also got good feedback from a lot of people that said to me, you know, some of those singers I didn't never heard of. Some of those singers are like brand new cats in the street. I said, well, you know, everybody deserves a break. You know, everybody deserves a break. You can't have the same people all the time. And, you know, with, with, with God's blessings, everybody's liking the album. And speaking of... I mean, the track is banging, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Christ, the track is banging. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, man. As soon as, as soon as you press the play button, as soon as you press the play button, you know, I, I can't wait for this to be over. When this thing is over, I'm going to play this thing like it just came out yesterday. Because this, <laughs> this is the kind of joint where you just hit the play button, people just start running to the dance floor, man. Especially when it comes over, man. I, I can't wait for this thing to be over, bro. You, you have you no know, I, I, You know, I can't thank you guys enough, but... You know, and then, you know, I'm a guy that it's not about the money, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I always like to do favors. So I, I don't like to ask, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you, I don't like to ask for favors. And I, I, like they say in Spanish, no me gusta pre- preguntar por una limona. You know, I don't like to really. So I've done a lot of favors, you know, in Puerto Rico. I've recorded with a lot of artists and, 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 
and I recorded in the last album with Victor Garcia, with Hiberto Santa Rosa, I recorded in that album. Mm. And, you know, I do it from my heart. Right. It's not about bread. So it, it so happens, um, I started getting singers together and I, I called them up and I said, hey, listen, man, um, I'm recording my album. Just let me know your price, you know, because I, I, I don't like to ask for favors. Right. And they said, listen, man, let me tell you something. You know, they tell me, let me tell you something. You recorded for me. You did a couple of tunes. You didn't want no money. So right. how, how can you ask me? What kind of money am I going to charge you when I owe you? I said, no, you don't owe me. No, 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 no. Just let me know what day to be in the studio. And I did the Lo Mejores. And that was with, with Victor Garcia. And, 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 it's, and it's funny about that tune because uh, I'm going to say it. I have nothing to hide. Right. Uh, my brother Jimmy Morales, the conga player that plays with Hiberto Santa Rosa, this was a tune that um, Lenny Prieto, the piano player, yes. was a composer. And he gave it to Jimmy. And every time I went to Puerto Rico, I, said, I would say, hey, Jimmy, did you record the tune yet, man? And he would say, no, man, todavía. You know, and I would say, like, <laughs> yo, man, when are you going to record? And he would say, uh, you know... I don't know. I said, listen, man, you know what? Give me that too. Give me that too. So I took the composition from him and then I sent an arrangement to be made for it. Like I didn't take the, I didn't take the chart. He, he never did the chart. All he had was the words, you know, all the words were like on the paper. And I said, okay, give it to me, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to record that to him. He gave it to me. And sure enough, man, you know, Victor Garcia did an awesome job. And, and it's about, it's funny because when we were recording, Victor Garcia said to me, hey, Eddie, man, who are the conga players, you know, that you looked up to when you were a kid, you know, and I, when you started in this business? And, and, you know, I grew up listening to Tata Guine, Francisco Gabella, Armando Peraza, Mongo mm -hmm. Maria, Ray Barreto. I mean, we can go on or go on, Eladio Pérez, I mean, we can go on and go on, Ray Armando. We could, you know, if, if I say those names to a lot of people that are the young generation coming up, they might not even know who they are. But remember, us old timers would always go into a CD and see like, wow, who's playing? Right. You know, a lot of people don't do that now. So it's a lost art. So yeah. it's for us to educate them. And say, hey man, listen, don't lose your roots, man. Mm -hmm. You know, listen to the all these old cats that used to play, because they were the ones that laid the foundation for us to walk on it. That's right. Let me tell you, and, and speaking of the foundation and, and how things started, Eddie, when you first started, when you broke into the business, you know, what was one of the first orchestras that you had uh, the, the you know the honor to to get your feet wet and and starting to get into the business and you know Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a quick story. <laughs> I grew up with music because of my parents. Every weekend, they were, they were at 780 Prospect Avenue, where Casa Madeo was at, mm. the record shop. Yeah. In that strip, there were buildings. And I had an aunt of mine that every Friday and Saturday, she lived in a railroad apartment. The railroad apartment was a straight-ahead 
uh, apartment and the roofs were on the right. And at the end of the hallway was the kitchen. Mm. And I still remember my parents would go there to dance and they would be dancing to Tito Rodriguez. They'd be dancing to Tito Puente, uh, uh, Cortijo, Gran Combo, you know, stuff like that. And I never played an instrument in my life, you know, so... My first instrument, for those that don't know, was a bongo. People know me as a conga player, but I was really a bongo player. Right. But anyway, let's, let's leave that story. Well, mm. um, when I got into high school, I finally got into a band in the school, which was a, a, a concert band. And we used to compete against other high schools. And we competed. I, I went to Gompers right across the street. <laughs> okay? I went to Gompers. And from Gompers, we used to compete against other schools. And I went to Morris High School, and we competed against Morris. And the first time I competed, I met Julio Romero, the bass player, that later on played with Willie Rosario and Ray Barreto, later on. Wow. And he, and he said, wow, this, this skinny kid, you know, he, he's got such a sound. Because I was 127 pounds. And I was a 27 waist. I mean, I was a skeleton. I was a skeleton. So, but I always had a, a crisp sound on the conga. But to make the story short, that was like my first group. And then when I started playing professionally, right. my, I, was at, I was 17 years old. I started playing with Joey Pastrana. Right. Then from Joey Pastrana, I went with Tony Pavón y La Protesta. Then I was with Ernie La Compilación. And my first recording in my life was with a group called Martin Galagalza y La Conquistadora. It was myself and Oscar Hernandez, the piano player. Oscar Hernandez, has, Spanish Harlem. That, that has Spanish Harlem, that is correct. Yep. So from there on, it, you know, it, 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 my life started like expanding and people started noticing me and stuff. And, you know, with God's blessings again, um, and I always say this, why I say God's blessings? Because look at it this way. There's thousands of conga players in this nation. Conga all over New York, all over Puerto Rico, all over Venezuela, Colombia, you name it. And why does Eddie Montalvo get the job to play with Hector Lavoe, Ruben Blaze, Pacheco, Piconde? I mean, we could go on and go on. Willie right. Colombo. Resume you know, too long. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, you know, all the time, I always say, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, I, and every, how can I put it to you? Every proclamation and Grammy, it, it, it's a blessing. I always say, God, you know what? It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to you. But thank you for putting me there to receive it in your name. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know? And listen, speaking, speaking of again, the history, we're in the month of August, and the month of August is probably the, the most popular, funny month, you know, going from Yankee Stadium to, to the Cheetah and all those things. Well, you weren't in the actual recording for the Cheetah, but you ended up uh, doing a, a interviewing at the Cheetah, let's say, for the funny All-Stars. Can you tell us that story? Oh, my God. Yes, let me just bring down this shit because I, I see it raining hard. Mambo in the city, guys. We here with yeah. the great, the legend Eddie Montalvo, the star. Señor Tambor. Señor Tambor, claro. Señor Tambor, that's right. Well, the story with that was this. Um, 
let me just back up a little, if you guys don't mind. In, in, in 1975, I, I was playing with Pete Conde, and, and uh, man, Pete Conde had a tight man. Tight. And um, Jose Manuel came into uh, to a club, you know, and uh, Barney Googles on mm -hmm. the same sidewalk of the Corso. Mm -hmm. And uh, he walked in, and I was, play I was playing. I was on stage, and... All of a sudden, I see Manuel in front, and he's, he's going like this, like, I got to talk to you. I got to talk to you. And I, I'm playing, so I said, okay, you know, okay. I can't talk to you, but I'm playing. So I moved my head, yes, okay. So when uh, when I got off the stage, um, he says, hey, man, you know, Hector, Hector LaVos outside. And I said, oh, man, cool. He says, yeah, but um, I'm here for a reason. Um, Hector wants you to play with him. And I said, I said, listen, man. I'm, I'm, I'm good here, man. I'm stable here. I'm good. I'm good. He says, yeah, yeah, but uh, you know what? Do me a favor. You tell him that because he sent me in here to talk to you and, and, and he doesn't want to take no for an answer. And I said, well, listen, man, with all the respect, I have never done chorus in my life. And, and the team, the real team was, may he rest with the Lord. It was Milton Cardona mm. and Mangua. I mean, they, got, they had that. They had that corridor down to the max. So anyway, just to get them off my back, I, I went outside and, and I said, my God, thank you, man. I'll go outside and I'll speak to him. So I went outside and Hector acted like, 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 he, like he had been with, hanging out with me for a whole week. He said, hey, what's happening? I said, yo, Hector, what's up? And he says, listen, um, did Mangua speak to you? And I said, yeah, he spoke to me. But did he tell you what I sent a message? And I said, yeah, but you know, thank you, but but no thank you because I've never done chorus, man, in my life. And, and he says, no, I want you to give Pete now the two weeks. You're going to start with me. I said, but suppose I don't make the grade. Then I'm not going to have your band, and I'm going to be out of, a, out of a job here, and I'm back in the street. And he said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to train you. I said, but how do you know I can? I, I, how do you know I'm gonna make the grade? I know you're gonna make the grade. I said, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll go to your rehearsals, and you train me. If you think I can make it, I'll get Pete down the road. His two weeks, but I, I'm not gonna give him his two weeks right now. He said, all right. So I started rehearsing, and that was 1977. And sure enough, uh, I'm. I'm I know some people have heard the story. Um, I came back and when I was, when I was already, you know, uh, when I already knew that I could do the job, right. um, I gave Peter two weeks and I told Pete I was going back to school. And he said, uh, what do you mean you're going back to school? I said, well, I'm going to go back to college. And he says, are you sure, man? That's why you want to lead the group? Is it for more money? And I said, no, no, Pete, it's not about more money. I said, I just want to go back to school. He says, I, I tell you what, and, and Pete loved me. You know, Pete, Pete, Pete was always real cool with me. And, 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 I, and I, I knew where his mother lived because I used to hang out and, you know, in, in the whole nine yards. So he said, okay, well, that's the only reason I'll let you go, man, if you're going to go back to school. So, you know, I lied. I didn't want to tell him I was going with Hector. And to make the story short, finally, I'm prepared already with Hector's band, ready to go out to the field and play out in the street, in the nightclubs. 
And all of a sudden, the first gig, when I get upstairs to do the first gig, it's Pete Thunder's band playing up there. Wow. So imagine how I felt. And, right. you know, look, Pete looked at me from stage like, oh, wow, college, mm. you know. So, you know, that was my first lesson, but uh, that was 1977. In 1979, I had, uh, Dandy had called me, Johnny Rodriguez, and he said, listen, I'm leaving Fania, because I'm only here a short time. I'm doing some things. They might call you, you know. So I, I never thought they would call me. And uh, Pacheco called me mm -hmm. with, uh, with, with, Ralph, with the late Ralph Mercado. And Jerry Masucci happened to be there. But anyway, to, you wanted to hear the story about the cheetah. The, the story was what we rehearsed. It was called SIR, Studio Instrumental. Yes, yes. Uh, it, it, that's what it became after, after the cheetah. And when I walked in there with two congas, to the lobby, the doors were closed, but you could hear that, that Fania All-Star. And I was like, yo, um, this is too powerful for me. I, 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 can't, I can't play here. Right. So I started, you know, y'all gonna laugh, but I started making that Michael, you know, Michael Jackson moonwalk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, the door opened, and it was Pacheco. And, and just when I'm up, turning to go out the door, Pacheco said, hey, Montalvo, it's here. Where you going? Mm. And I was like, oh, man, I just got busted. I, I was trying to run away, you know, and to myself, I was saying, oh, man. So I went in there, and I, I played two tunes, and, and I took out the drums. And, and we're talking about the whole final. We're talking about, like, 12 singers, Luigi Texidol, uh, Everybody and their mother was there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And sure enough, I played two tunes, and they said, okay, can we speak to you outside? And I said, man, praise God. I know I didn't make this one. And when I went outside, they said to me, listen, let me ask you a question. Uh, what size jacket do you wear? Papi, I was weighing 127 pounds, 27 waist. You know I was a man small. So that, so I said, um, I wear small. Why? And they said, because congratulations. And they, they took out their hands, all three of them. And they said, you're a new member of the Funny All-Star. And I was like, I said, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. This is a Barreto seat. Because, you know, that's a big seat to fill. Because yeah, Barreto, when he wrestled with the law, was Barreto. Mm. And my respect to him always. And uh, they said, no, no, no. Um, Ray is playing jazz. He doesn't want to play Latin no more. And uh, we need to send out two jackets to be made because we're leaving on the weekend. We're going to, we're going to Cuba. Hmm. So oh. my first trip with Funny All-Star was to Cuba. Went to Cuba. And I went to Cuba twice. I went to Cuba in 1979 and in 1981. We went... The first year we played at the Karl Marx Theater, and the second was El, El Varadero, which was the beach. And, you know, and I got to, I got to meet uh, uh, the people that I always used to listen. I used to listen to Tatanguina, I got to meet Tata, I got to meet Guillermo Barreto, which was the other guy that played Timbales on all those Cachao albums. Right, right. I got to you know, I, we could go on and go. I got to meet Los Papines. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could go on and go on, you know. But um, it was a blessing. And, 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 and it was, please, I don't want anybody to think about anything about uh, 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 um, politics. 
I, I, I wasn't going for anything like that. I went for the love of the music. As a matter of fact, we we went as a as a cultural exchange, hmm. which was no one getting paid. So you know, hey, I went with the flow, and um, then I started recording. You know, I started doing all those recordings, and and I have over two hundred albums that I've recorded underneath my belt. And and I'll you know, thanks to Johnny Pacheco and I think it's gotta be more than that, bro. I think you'll shortchange. I think it's more than two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um I got the vinyls at the crib to prove it, man. I think it's right, more. right. Well, you know, and then we did a lot of recordings also, uh, Mike and Adrian that that you never were giving the you know your name was never your name never appeared in the albums. Right. Yeah, but here's, here's I think this is I think this is one of them. Is that melon? You got it, brother. Escuchen, escuchen. Right. Ah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, 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 and it's funny, you know, we never get the credit, but you guys that know the way we we play or, or our style or the way I tune up a drum, you can say, "Oh, that's Eddie Montalvo." Yes, exactly. I, I can't tell. I can't tell. It's the truth. I can't. People say to me, "Man, but." I said, well, I remember I recorded, you know, Celio Gonzalez with Pacheco, Rolando La Serie with Pacheco, Melon with Pacheco, you know, the old timers. But on a lot of those albums, you know, we, we never got the credit, you know. Now, Eddie, a uh, question for you. What was it like? I mean, because I know a lot of people, you get a lot of questions and you have done countless interviews. I don't think I've heard an interview where you talk about actually going into the television studios back in the days. You know, sitting there, Roberto, Rowena, Aníbal, you know, doing that. Oh, thing. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. That, <laughs> you know, that was another world, you know. Yeah. Um, first of all, I came into Funny All Star, I was 27 years old. Huh. I was a kid. I got a son named Jeremy who's 31, and he looks like a kid. So I was younger but, than yeah, him. Yeah, but bring in Jeremy, man. Let's, let's see Jeremy. Where is he, man? Let me, let, see see if, let me see if Jeremy's in his room. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me see if he's there. <laughs> Historically, man, we gotta have the kid on the show. Come on, gotta get, gotta, 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 gotta get props because he's playing in Pop's band now. Bro, bro, look at the congas, bro. Look at the congas. Yes, I, I see. Oh, okay. Check it. Tell him to come when he comes out the shower. Tell him to come join us. Okay, listen. He's in the shower. When he comes out, I'll, I'll let him know. Okay. Definitely, uh-huh. definitely, definitely. Okay. But um. So anyway, you know, I, I, it, it, it was uh. Wow. It, it, what can I tell you? You know um playing with all these heavyweights, because, you know, Fania is like the Motown mm. of, of, of Fania is Motown of R&B. What they have, R&B Motown, well, Fania is the salsa Motown. That's right. That's right. So, so you know, um, playing with these cats was, like, amazing. And seeing Aníbal, um, he wrestled the Lord, uh, dancing with, with Roena, it, it was amazing, amazing. But you know, um, I don't know how I did it. 
mm. because uh, you, you guys know that I had a day job. Mm. So a lot of people say to me, yo, Montalvo, how, how do you do it? You know, now that I'm I, older, I, I said, actually, when I first met you back in the 80s, I was like, how are you, how are you going to Panama with Ruben and still keeping right, right. Oh, man. I used to ask you that. That, 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 that was, that was another one. You know, that was another, that was another story because, um, I, you know, I started playing with Willie Colon and, and, and all of a sudden, and this was 1978. Mm. And even though I was with Hector, because I lasted with Hector six years, I was also doing Willie, because you know, uh, you know, everybody was playing at that time. But it, it, praise the Lord, it, it never uh, uh, interfered, you know. So um, I, I started playing with Willie, and then we recorded the Siembra album, and that was like the album that sold the most in history, you know, which is the Pedro Navaja album. Right. Right. You know, but, um, you know, playing with Fania was, was amazing. And, and, and I had to be on my P's and Q's because Rowena was always a joker and he was always playing pranks on me. <laughs> you know, he was, no, he was a joker, you know, but then I said, oh, y'all want to play? Okay, we're going to play now. And when I started playing my pranks on them, then they said, oh, now we're a team. I said, no, no, we ain't no team. It was him and Papo Luca. They were like the team. Yo, the guys were killing me. Mm. And when I started getting back at them, they started saying, okay, 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 it's us three. I said, no, no, no. It's me <laughs> against y'all now. Right. And man, let me tell you, man, they used to play some pranks on me, man, that forget about it. And, and I have a prank, which I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it. Right. <laughs> but Papo Luca will always remember me. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to say it, but. You know, he Eddie, will always remember me. Trust me, Eddie. What? What? Um, how strong of a of a of a band leader was Johnny Pacheco with the Fania? Oh no, no, no! And not only that, I played with Johnny's band. Mm. You know, I play. I, I love that conjunto, Johnny. Let me tell you something, man. You could have had a. You know, I love Willie Rosario, but you know, I love Willie and 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 Bowie Valentino and all these cats. But I gotta say one thing. When Johnny would get on the stage, it's a wrap. There was, there was no survivors. <laughs> <laughs> there was no survivors, and 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 he was very strict. And 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 there's a lot of things you you guys can go on YouTube and you see me playing with him. And he was very strict. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes he'd be cursing at us. You know, cause cause he wanted things like this. Yo, don't don't get off the don't get off that rope. Stay on stay on that rope. You know, and it's like okay. You know, but it was a schooling, and it's a schooling that, that taught us discipline, you know, because remember, uh, us being conga players, Adrian and, and, and Mike, sometimes we want to do crazy things, you know, where it doesn't belong, but mm -hmm. we do it because we're feeling it. And playing with Johnny was a school, like, yo, yo, don't, don't even try it. Right. But once that, once that he felt that he already knew that that you had that band tight because it's conjunto, there's no timbal, so it's it's you holding that band down. That's right. Because remember, that bongo player is just gonna pick up that bell, mm -hmm. right? And you're the guy that's got to keep that band on sync. And speaking of speaking of sync. Oh, 
Oye, ese tumbao, ese tumbao. It's solid, man. It's solid. The tumbao, man, thank you. The tumbao, the tumbao is solid, man. Man, thank you. But you know, it's funny, man, because you know, Mike and Adrian, both of y'all, God bless you both. And I got to say this, but I remember recording with, with Pacheco one time, and I'm going to tell you a story, man. I, 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 I still remember it like it happened yesterday. And, um, you know, I'm recording in, uh, with Pete Conde. We're recording with, with Pete and... Which album? Which album? I, I, um, it's the album that has Flor, Flor de Barra. Yes, Sasobita. Sasobita. Right. Yes. right. So, so we're, we're playing, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Montalvo, he didn't even have the phone. He didn't have the phone friend, Montalvo. He didn't have the phone. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. And, 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 and we're recording, right? So, so... um. Alfredo Valdez, may he rest with, with the Lord. Um, we're recording and the band is swinging, you know, two trumpets, but you know, um, Johnny's, Johnny's thing was that when you always heard that band real real big was because Johnny would double up the trumpets mm. and, and it sound like four. So, and you know, those are tricks that you learn by seeing what's going on. So I remember recording and man, the band is swinging, and all of a sudden, the piano player stops, and it was Alfredo Valdez. Mm. And, and I still remember, I can see it in my mind. Uh, Pacheco's behind the booth, and he presses a button, and you can hear it in the studio. He says, what happened? <laughs> so now Johnny gets up with his cigar, goes down two steps, opens up the door to where we're recording at, and he says, Alfredo, what happened? And Alfredo says, man, Pacheco, es que me entró ese espíritu y tuve que empezar a bailar. You know? I mean, I mean, you know, who, who, who couldn't dance to this? Como? Oh! Good times. Good I mean, times. Who, can't, who can't dance to that, man? It's a Again, yeah. a good, time. good times. Good times, man. Um, it's funny because I, I have that uh, I have that recording. I have a little DVD of it. Okay. And 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 uh, Piconde was behind the booth uh, on on the console. Yep. And just to give us the reference, he was singing on the mic. And we could hear them as we're playing. And it was like, yo, it's another world. But you know, the recordings now are very different. At that time, we were all record together. Now it's exactly one, one at a time. <clears throat> so did you record the El Sabio album? Yes. Hector Lavo El Sabio? Yes. Oh. Yeah, and I recorded Comedia. Okay. Ah, okay. I recorded Oh, What a Feeling album. Que Sentimiento? Right, yeah. Oh man, this is a whole lot of stuff that I did. That you know, why you bringing me back to town? Don't don't ask me. I, you know, I forget a lot of things. 
Se me están parando los pedos. Uh. Yeah, man, you know, um, but you know, as some of those albums also, you got to remember that um, the late Milton Cardona, mm. um, when there was tracks that they didn't put on albums, let's say we were recording a brand new album and we recorded, an example, uh, six tunes. Mm -hmm. Well, they already had two in the cans from the last recording, so they would stick them in there. Right. You know, that's the way they used to do things. Mm. Um, I remember, as a matter of fact, I remember recording in the Sambia, uh, not the Sambia album, I'm sorry, the Siempre album. And there was a tune that they put in the can and they never put it on that album. It was called El, El Telefonito. Oh. Bing, bing, that one. Papi, tirida, parada, papi, pipi, piri, amen. And that's me playing conga. When you look in the album, they gave the credit to Milton, but that's the way it was. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way it was. Listen, guys, Mambo in the City podcast. We're here with the legendary Fania All-Star, Eddie Montalvo, and, and we're on Facebook Live, so we want to give a shout-out to Mario Grillo, who's on. Woo! We got Eddie Torres on. We got, uh, let's see who else we got here. And we got Tito Rodriguez Jr., Oh, that's my brother there. We got, we got, we got and Mario too. We got Chino Ramos starting trouble. You know that. Uh, you know, so any guy, any you guys have questions for the the great Eddie Montalvo, just write in the comment section, and we'll we'll make sure that we hit Eddie. We'll take Eddie even further back. But we still got him. We still got him here in front. <laughs> guys, are gonna put me to changes here now. Yeah, let, let me let me take him back just just a hair. On this. Let's see if he remembers this. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> you gotta know what that is, man. Please. Wow, man. <clears throat> you know what that is? You know what that is, right? No, I don't. Tipica eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. You know, you know, it's fun. It's funny that the other day. Um, somebody played, and I'm, t I'm, telling, I'm telling you the truth. And somebody played for me and said, yo, Montalvo, you remember this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> they said, you said, Montalvo, listen to it again. I said, all right, yeah, put it on. And they put it on. And uh, then they said to me, Eddie, you don't remember it? I said, no, man, I don't remember it. You know, And it was an album I had done with Ramon Rodriguez, called El Bautismo. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. Well, I you know, I remember doing that album, but you know, yeah. you, know you know what I'm saying? Bautizo, yeah, yeah. El, El Bautismo, and it was, it, I remember the front cover because it was like a priest with a baby and they were baptizing the baby in the whole was on the cover. Ray Cash was on the cover, yes, yes. Well, I remember that, now. I, I remember it now, but I mean, you, if I heard the song, I'm not gonna remember because I mean you. That's what I'm saying. You, you, said, you said 200. You're wrong, brother. Trust me, you're wrong. <laughs> 200, right? Been playing too long to say only 200 recordings. 
Yeah, you know, and, and listen, you know, I've been blessed. I mean, I, I recorded with, with Juan Luis Guerra, Areito and Fugarate. You know, we, I, I did that album too. So, you know, I, I, I got a blessing, you know, uh, to play with other artists that were not in the salsa scene. Right. You know. Bueno, mira, Eddie, siguiendo la trayectoria por aquí que, que hay mucho. Pero too much, it's too much. let me ask you this. How did you put together, how did you choose who you wanted for the last few albums, particularly the last one? You know, you had Lucito Carrion, you know, also for your next album. Yes, come and guess. We definitely going to You know, la gente pide, you know, you got to. La gente está pidiendo ya, brother. We patient. I ain't going nowhere. Look, I got my mask, I got my mask on. <laughs> oh my God! You know it, it, it's funny. 2021, bro. 2021, bro. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because I'm 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 gonna tell you a story about that Señor Tambo album. That Señor Tambo album, I recorded in 2017, and I never put voices. Hmm. I never put voices. I recorded the band, and I had the soundtrack, and I I put it in my closet. You know, I was going to say to you, I put it in my drawer, but I'm not going to lie to you. I put it in my closet. Put it in the closet. 2017. You know, I go to church and I say, you know, Lord, I finished the product. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. But it's at your will, not my will. You let me know when I should go and start looking for singers. So I'm always in PR hanging out. And uh, all those guys are my friends, you know, and, 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 and just the way you guys respect me and, 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 and thanks to the public also, the way you guys respect me and, and thank, thank everyone. I want to thank everyone from my heart. Um, those singers say, yo, Montalvo, man, you know, somebody said that you had recorded. Uh, well, what's up with that recording? Because everybody, and Mike, you were one that was always telling me, hey, man, when you going to come out with that thing? And I'm saying, Mike, uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Oh, come on, Eddie. Everybody was telling me, come on, because they, everybody knew I had recorded. Mm. So to make the story short, um, you know, like I said before, I, I, I helped out a lot of people from the heart and 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 they wanted to be a part of of my production right. being that i went out of my way to help them so they would all tell me i mean it, it, it was unbelievable because the way i helped them they they, they they just came out and said listen man we want to record with you man and, and i was okay well you know really man and 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 you know i use Kevan, you know, you know, you know, uh, Victor Garcia, you know, Luisito, Tempo, you know, uh, you know, what, what else can I tell you? You know, it, it's like, it was a blessing. So I started selecting, okay, well, let me give this tune to this guy because I know that he would probably nail it. You know, you got to put your, start putting, right. putting your head together, you know, and they all did a great job, you know, and, and Angel Rios, you know, uh, my, my singer, even, you know, even though Angel does things with everybody, but he has always been faithful and always been there for me. And, you know, uh, Nelson Gonzalez's son, you know, Kike, he did a great job, yep. great job, great job, you know, God bless him also, you know, 
and Anthony Almonte, you know, great job, mm -hmm. you know. So I had, um, you could say three young men that we all know them, but sometimes the public doesn't know who they are. Right. You know, we know them, yeah. but the public doesn't. So it was like, wow, you know, who's these kids, you know? So that was that. And then the other five singers from Puerto Rico. And I just want you all to know that September 5th. Como? Uh -oh. Okay, September 5th. Oh, are you hearing that? We're getting an exclusive here, bro. Exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive. September 5th, this is what's coming on. Huh. Oh, okay. It's with those singers from Puerto Rico. Wow. And, and, and Pichi Petty. So it's Pichi, Luisito Carrion, Keivan, Tempo. Um, I'm a little blind here because you know I need the blast. You know what I'm saying? This is, but, virtual. Uh, this is virtual, right? This, this is virtual? virtual? It's a virtual. And the songs that we sang, and I got a surprise for y'all. I ain't going to tell y'all. Okay. But uh, I hope everyone is free. It's free to the public. Yeah. And, and, and all you, all, everybody just has to go into Rumba Festival, New England, slash Hartford, and you'll see it. It's going to be at 3 o'clock. You know, we'll, we'll put it up on MamboInTheCity.com, Eddie. Uh, okay. I'll grab that flyer from one of you guys, and, and we'll put it on the on Mambo in the City for you. And then, you know, thank we'll you, man. thank bro, bro. We gonna, bro, we got something for you in the, in the trunk. Let's see. No cuesta nada de nada mostrar un poco de sinceridad cuando el corazón se expresa crea conciencia a los demás. Like I've been saying for the last five months, top to bottom, one through ten, it's money in the bank. It's Thank money. you, man. Money. Thank you. You know, and, and you know, you know, you know. What's funny is also that when I go to Puerto Rico, you know, I, I sit down with composers, you know, and there's a great composer named Gino, you know, Melendez, and there's about three or four songs that he composed, brand new. As a matter of fact, uh, I did a tribute to my ex-boss, Ruben Blades. Mm. And it's called Tributo a Ruben Blades. And um, Los Gaitanes sang from Panama. So, you know, so, so I got Los Gaitanes from Panama, you know, and they did an uh, amazing job, you know. So everyone in that album, my, you know, what can I say? Uh, I just want to thank everyone who participated in the album. And I also want to thank the singers who did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, coming from my heart to, you know, to Ruben, uh, he knew where I was coming from. I told him, listen, I got a little surprised, but, uh, you know, I, I used a couple of your lyrics from the Siembra album, right. and please don't sue me. 
Lo sembraste, lo sembraste un poquito. You know what I mean? And, and he started claro. laughing and, 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 you know, he let his public know, like, listen, Eddie's doing this, so nobody go after Eddie, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's well-deserved. I mean, I, I just wanted to thank him because of the years that I put with Ruben. I, I must have put about 15 years with Seder Solal. Wow. Yeah, in total, about 15 years. I mean, that group was formed in 1982, 1983, when we did the Bucando America album, and then, you know, we did the Senas, and, 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 and then we did the Live at the Roadhouse. I mean, et cetera, et cetera. But... I just wanted to thank him, you know, especially because he, he treated us, you know, with the, with the golden shield, you know. Yeah. When, you really, were, when you were living here at 655, it's like every three or four months, I'm off to Canada. I'm off to Japan. I'm off yeah, to yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I listen. Got, oh, I just got back from Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Mike, there was a time that, I kid you not. I mean, we probably went away for two months. And, yeah, and, yeah, man. And, and I kid you not. I mean, my phone bill was, I, I kid you not, my phone bill. Oh, back then, those days, like yeah. $2,500, yeah. you know. Because oh, yeah. um, a lot of people think that, oh, man, you guys are having a ball. Yeah, you're having a ball. But you know what's funny? Not everything is gravy the way people see it. Trust me, I know. So, you know, there's, there's, there's times that you miss yeah. being back in the States. There's times that you you miss your family. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, you miss your kids, you know. And, 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 and people think that everything is gravy, but it's not. You know, it, it's a job. It's yeah, a job. Right. Remember, in the daytime, you might have the daytime. And it's funny because I was just looking at a photo a few minutes ago. Um, one day we were off with Ruben Blades and we, we decided to rent a gym mm -hmm. and, and, and we started running a full court, basketball court. Don't say that so loud. I was running a full court up mm -hmm. and down. And I, I, I have the picture in my album here in my, on my phone that I'm speaking at right now, so I can't even show it to you. Mm -hmm. But um, so I was thinking, I said, oh my God, look, at, look how skinny I was and, and, and all of us in shorts and no shirt running, running a full court. But you know, um, I, got, I got to travel a lot with Ruben, and then the the last one that was supposed to be only a couple of months lasted like a year, which was the Todo Welbing mm -hmm. uh, concert. Mm -hmm. I mean, we went everywhere: Argentina, Chile, Colombia, Puerto Rico, Ecuador, uh, uh, Spain. I mean, you name it. You know, we we were there, and that was the album also that won. A Grammy. Right. So uh, again, thanks to Ruben and all my colleagues from Cede Solan, we all got we all got a Grammy. Hmm. And well, well, so, you know uh, that's another blessing. And why do I say it? Because again, you could be in the music all your life, mm -hmm. and forget. that's true. Never get nothing. Let me ask you, Eddie. The last time that I that I not the last time I saw the last time I saw you with the Fania All Stars, or I'm not mistaken, was 2014. So, have you guys played since 2014? No. That was no. the last one. That was the last yeah, one. Yeah, that was, that was uh, you know, uh, Adrian, uh, it's sad to say this because tomorrow's not promising. Mm -hmm. But all, 
Uh, here, uh, here. Uh, let me, let me, let me just do this. Get it out, bro. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. So you look at it. He's gone. He's gone. She's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Yep. Anita's gone. Uh, Santos is gone. Uh, Leopoldo's gone. Hector's gone. Mm-hmm. Pucci Blong back there is gone. Um, Yomotoro's gone. Juancito's gone. I mean, what's left? Mm. You know what I'm saying? La memoria, la memoria. La memoria, la memoria. And, 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 and you know, now I sit down and I, 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 sometimes, look, I'm on my computer now and I'm, yeah. sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm listening to, to, you know, uh, you're going to laugh, but I got to tell you something because I know that Adrian, I have invited you here many times. So, you know, it's your loss, not mine. Mm-hmm. I'll be there, bro. Uh, look, uh, look, if you look there, that whole thing is nothing but, nothing but live, live. You know, everything is live. And I have my laptops. Look, live stuff. Look, uh, yeah, look. You know, I'm not trying, I'm not, I'm not trying to brag. I'm not trying to brag, but let me just put this down. And you'll see That's what I'm talking about. Give me a second. Over 50 years of history in that case, man. Over yeah. 50 years of history. Yeah, yeah. Look. Yes. <laughs> this is, this, you know, this is, this is this is all live, you know. Wow. Because I love it, you know. I, I love I love I love music. No, that's, you know, that's I love music. That's your soul, that's your heart, man. That's your that's you know, a you part know, of life that uh, that's why I brought it up because you only you know you you and uh you and, and brother Mike there, y'all owe me a visit, man. Don't wait to the old man, you know, don't don't go to Ortiz or like in other words here let me just put this here a second in other words don't let the uh don't let the guilt come on you know when you i'm done it, yeah. it. it's a date it's a date it's a date you know what i mean it's a date but um but you know you that know, was the time you were you were up there probably for the last not to be you know be so sentimental about it, but that was probably the last time you were there with Pacheco, you know, yeah. and, 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 you know, was yeah, a because, you know, uh, a lot of my colleagues, uh, my lot, uh, you know, my lot, a lot of my colleagues are gone with the Lord and, and wow, all you could do now is say, wow, I'm getting older. Um, praise God. I still have another day here. No, but, but, bro, you know, you know, let me, let me say something really quick, Montalvo, to your point. Okay. And, and and guys, this is when you when you go see Eddie Montalvo live, whether he's playing with Tito Rodriguez, whether he has his own, you know, he's doing his own orchestra. When Eddie Montalvo walks into the room, this is head to toe. The guy is style. Okay, I'm talking about when the, the old photos that Martin Martin Cohen used to take of the the artists, and you know, they were, they were just that's a band leader, bro. That's the last of the band leaders, and yeah, Montalvo always looks great. And you know well, what? It's a it's a presence. It's something that. When you see it and it's in front of you, you don't know, but the guys, he look, he's a band leader. Yeah, as far as band leaders, it's you and Tito Rodriguez Jr. You guys, when you guys go to a gig, everybody's in uniform. Yeah, you guys yeah. Not, and it's not that like the leader wears a different color because I'm the leader. I got to wear a different color. No, every, we're a team and everybody wears the same, same color. Man. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's, it's still, if, if you really look, it's still something amazing to see because you stand out. You're the band leader. You're the history. 
So I, I know, you know me, I'm right in front of the stage. Like, tú me conoces. Yeah, I know. Because, I mean, you know, I, I love you guys. It's just, but that's a presence right there. And, and you guys, whenever you guys see Eddie Montalvo, even, even over here when I saw him going to the restaurant, you know, just a, it's just a, a way of, of being. No, 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 thank you. You know what, well, you know, that's the old school, you know, and, 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 and I'm going to say in Spanish, you know, la presencia, you know, cuenta mucho, you yes. know. I, um, I remember, you guys are going to laugh, but I remember it was a hot day, hot. And we were going to do Lincoln Center. We were, we were going to do the outside, you know, midnight summer swing or whatever you want to call it. And I remember the band is saying, hey, man, Perignon was here last week, and they all came in, you know, short sleeve shirt. It's a uniform. And I said, well, you know, with all the respect, that's Perignon. I said, y'all coming with a suit, tie, and shirt. Oh, man, were you crazy? I said, no, no, we're not crazy. We're not crazy. So I went out, and I, it's funny because I just bought about five sets of brand new ties for the band, which we're not going to use now. We ain't doing nothing. Right. But I don't care, you know, let's look professional. Let's look like gentlemen on stage and respect, respect that stage. Yeah. Because you know what? That stage is like if you're in church. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that, that you got to respect that stage like you're in church, you know. That's the podium of the church, you know. Mm-hmm. The way you look there is the way people are going to look at you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and like I always say, I know I know you guys might, you know, might say, man, Eddie Montal was crazy. But I always say, you know, even with a singer, you're going to drink? Drink outside the stage, man. You know, that's, that's, that's your holy stage at the moment. So you want to have a drink? Drink it outside. Don't put, don't come with, with drinks. Put them in front of the, you know, in front of the bandstand, and like you getting up to get a drink. Don't don't, don't do that. It, it, it looks unprofessional. Right. You say, oh man, you old man, you old old cat. Thinking, <laughs> but it's the truth. It's the truth. Look what you just said, Adrian. I said, man, Eddie Montalvo, man. Every time I see you guys, you guys are clean. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a black suit, my brother, mm-hmm. with a white shirt, and everybody got the same tie. That's right. That's right. Papa, it's a team. Bro, I think, I think he's going to give me a spot in the band, bro. <laughs> I think I deserve this. I'm going to take this shirt off and this, this mask. <laughs> I, 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 I got a quick question for Eddie. How did the group, I mean, even though I was part of that, but I want to know, how did the whole Grupo Fascination thing come to play? How did that come oh, to play? Oh, that was a nice group too, man. Yeah, I recorded uh, Salsa Vice the yeah. last time with them. Yes. Um, that was a group. Ooh, that was a tight group. A beautiful group, man. Yeah. Um, and that group, uh, I remember I used to see Willie Rosario come into town, and and when we would play at Broadway '96. I remember. I remember. Yeah, man. Willie uh, Willie was standing there looking at the group, you know, and, and, and you know my my kudos to to Willie because Willie, bro. Yeah, he's a, he's a tough. I, I love Willie. Yeah. I, I you know I always call him Theo Willie, you know. And, and it's funny because he calls me, you know, and God bless him because he, he's up there in age, man. Yeah, still but, doing it. But he still kicks butt when he gets up there with that band. That's right. You know, still kicks butt. Eddie, what's your favorite band, Eddie? Well, I love Willie, what man. You, Willie, love Willie, Willie. Willie's, Willie's, yeah, man. I love Willie, man. And I, I like Ponceña and Bobby and everybody, but I mean, Willie's like my, yo, Willie's like my man. 
Mm. And speaking, speaking how you guys feel, but you know. And speaking of, come on. Just listen to the conga mix. Listen to the conga. Bandolera, mataste la ilusión que había soñado. Yeah, I remember you guys playing at Bro at Club Bro, man. You guys used to give classical. Yeah. I'm telling you, because I was the DJ there, and I would hear Ray Castro in the in the background saying, "Yo, we gotta come on, cause these guys, you guys, used to smoke them, man." <laughs> and don't say that, bro. Don't say that. They'll kill me, man. Don't say that. Truth, man. You, yeah, you guys were smoking, man. Every time you guys played at at, at Club Broadway, man, it was like it was tight. Yeah. It, was, it like, was a great band. You know, it's funny. Um, I got a lot of live stuff. When we used to play, I have them. I have it here on my computer. But y'all ain't gonna hear nothing until y'all come here. So we, we coming. We coming. We coming. We coming. <laughs> Tell us what we gotta bring food wise. We'll be there. No, you ain't gotta bring nothing, man. Y'all just gotta bring yourselves in. Bring those. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna work that out, bro. We're gonna work that out. We need. We need. We, I know you've been telling me for years, Mike. When you coming over, Mike? When you coming over? Okay. No, it's, yeah. it's on. Now that I have a lot of time on our hands. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. There's, there's no- I'll, 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 you know, I'll burn you guys some stuff, and, and you guys will be happy, both of y'all. Mira, before before we let Eddie Montalvo go, bro. You know, todo tiene su final, right? But before before we let Eddie go, Eddie, now that now that New York City is is losing or has lost a lot of the clubs, you know. Uh, can you take us back just to to what the Epic Corso was like? Oh man, that was the place, man. Because you know, listen, I still remember the Corso had um, Marty Arid who yep. passed on, and he used to also be in Broadway '96. Mm-hmm. But he used to be in the Corso, and they used to be like Wednesdays. They would have a matinee where the people would sit down on the floor and watch the dances, like the Eddie Torres kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and killer. Killer and and remember every band Adrian at that time had its own identity. Mm. In other words, when you coming up that corso and you heard a band, you say, "Oh, that's Ray Perico D. Oh, that's Ray Barreto. Oh, that's the LeBron Brothers. Oh, that's Oketa Flamboyant. Oh, that's Hector Lavoe. Oh, that's uh, you know uh, uh, anybody you know whatever you know and." Um, Everybody had their identity. And us musicians were recognized by the public because we didn't have to play with nobody else. Mm. There was so much food on the plate that it was coming off the plate. And why do I say that? Because you played five days a week, you played a double and a triple, which was an after hour. So you're coming out of an after hour on a Sunday morning, the place is pitch black. Everybody's clothing is smelling like cigarettes because their people used to smoke back then, yeah, back and then. drink. And then when you come out, this is the way you come out the club, look like this. 
because the sun was burning you and, and, and it, you came out of a dark place. Mm. So the Corso was, was our favorite place. I, I still remember the first time in my life, and if you look at some pictures, which they have around, they always had the shore column, the shore amplifier column, the, the, the speaker column, mm. across the stage, yeah. up on the top, like hanging up in the air. Yeah. And man, but the sound, the sound in that place was unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. And they had, you know, they had a crowd. I mean, everybody would come to that place. It's funny because now it's a PC Richards. PC Richards, yeah. <laughs> you know? Now it's a PC Richards. Every, every time I walk by there, I just stand and just look. I have to just stand and just like, for like, yeah. I just got to look and then I just keep on But You know, I remember both of you guys. I remember going up those stairs and the stairs was, it was all mirror. Mirror on the left, mirror on the right, all the way up. And when you look at the ceiling, the ceiling was all mirror. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so you're going up, you're looking at yourself on left to right and upstairs, you know, looking up. But the, the, the sound was unbelievable. I, I, you know, I still remember, man. You know, it was like, wow. You played with Defania and Hector there, or, or did you play with just... In no, I, play, I, played, I played with Hector there. I played with, with Piconde there. Mm. Um, I, play, I got to play with Pacheco. <laughs> I mean, I did a lot of things, man, that, you know, that I've been blessed. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Um, man, with a whole lot of people. As a matter of fact, I, I, I remember... Uh, sitting in one day because may he rest with the Lord also, uh, the, the conga player from Bobby Rodriguez uh -huh. was, was late. And I remember sitting in with Bobby Rodriguez. And that's the way it was, you know, um, every musician respected each other. If Adrian, if you were a conga player and you were playing with, let's say with Hector and I'm playing with Bobby, but all of a sudden you, you're there late. I will fill in till you got there, and then I just get off the stage and call it a day. You know, it's not about, oh, well, how much am I going to get, man, because I filled up two numbers for you. You know, it wasn't like that. Mm. It wasn't like that. Mm. And, and, and you know, um, we all try to help each other. I mean, I'm not going to name no names, but yeah, a lot of conga players that, you know, that were younger than us, and they got names now, and right. we were there for them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not gonna put out names, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And before before we let you go, I was talk. We we had Tito Rodriguez. Do I have to go, man? Do I have to go? Yeah, you don't have to. You don't. You don't have to go, yeah. man. I got. I got my he read a question coming, man. He said, um, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tito Junior said that make sure that Montavo tells you about uh, the Grease Papaya. Race papaya. What, what my, is my brother Tito? My brother Tito, something else, man. You know that that's another guy who uh, who I love, and I and I gotta say this, Tito, and I come back a long way. Um, Tito always knew that I loved this his father, mm -hmm. and I have all his albums. And when I met Tito, I said, "Yo, Tito, man, why are you paying all these guys to rehearse? We all love to play your father's music, man. What you doing?" You know, because cause it's, it's, it's a treat. It's something you don't see every day. Mm -hmm. and, and then he said to me one day, you know, Eddie, man, I like, I like to make a smaller group like my father did, you know. Uh, and I said, man, you could do it, you know. 
But, you know, my, my respects to Tito always. He's my brother. I love him. And, and, and Mario Grillo, the same, man. You know, but I got, I got to say that uh, you're going to ask me about that, 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 that hot dog day. <laughs> he, he told uh, us. <laughs> you know, that hot dog day. I'm not going to put it aside. I'm, I'm going to let you know what happened. Okay. On that hot dog day you're talking about, we were rehearsing in, in, in Boys Harbor because mm. we were going to do a gig. Uh-huh. And, but we were rehearsing, you know, a couple of days before, and, and then Saturday's the gig, you know. And uh, we went, you know, to get a couple of papaya hot dogs and a papaya drink. And when we got there, they, they had a big papaya up on the, on the counter, you know. And I hate to say this, but you really me the question I'm gonna let it out and if Tito's hearing me Tito, Tito I'm gonna kill you for letting, making me say <laughs> but uh you know there was a big rat you know with the tail and it was chewing on the papaya wow but we said to the man yo look 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 and the man went <laughs> so <laughs> We called up, we called up the Board of Health, and, and we even called, <laughs> shame <laughs> on you, remember that, that program? Wow. Shame on you that they come in the best game. But it looks like the shame was on us because they never did anything. Hmm. <laughs> but that, that, that's the story with, with, with wow. that papaya thing. I wow. But you know, I still, I still, even though I saw the rat, I still go and eat them anyway. Come <laughs> on, that place is famous, man. It's a landmark, man. Well, <laughs> has been there, eighty-six. Yeah, there for years, man. Years, man. But you know, and listen, man. We, you know, um, you know, us musicians went through the good times and the bad times. I remember uh, Casino Fourteen. You mm. guys remember that? And there what was, was a. What was that located at? The Casino Fourteen on Fourteenth Street, and, and um, right up the block. Uh, um, oh my God. It, it was right up, listen, there was a Nevex on the corner and then it was Casino 14. Mm-hmm. Right, getting off the, right off the train. Wow. Okay. And, um... Maybe it's Best Buy now, bro. I, 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 right, right, exactly. And, and they got the Whole Foods? Yes, right next okay. to Okay, uh, right on that sidewalk. Right wow. on that sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember, man, going up there and, you know... I used to live on Jackson Avenue at the time. Well, Trinity Avenue, but I used to get the train on Jackson. Mm-hmm. And man, I'm coming to the projects with two congas. Remember, now the congas players, including myself, we got bags with wheels. At that time, you ain't have no bag with wheels. At that time, it was the green army bags. Mm-hmm. So here I got one conga on one shoulder, another conga on the other shoulder, and I'm walking to the projects to get on the train. And those trains was a, a little token. Yep. And it's like a cross, a wooden cross. You know, you put the token and you <laughs> slide in. You know, it was a wooden, it was wood. Yeah. It's not like I got it now. And I remember, man, you know, putting the, both congas in and then I would put the token and go over because now I had the congas on the other side. Mm-hmm. And when you get to Casino 14, and man, when you get to Casino 14, all of a sudden, they don't let you in. Us musicians were not allowed to come into the front. Mm. They had a, a, a metal metal steel spiral staircase going around and when you finally get to the top you knock on the door and you were already on the stage mm. oh. right on the stage they had a door when you open up that door it was that spiral 
steel case. Mm-hmm. Man, and I remember getting up there all the way up there, man. You, you, you're hustling with two congas going around and around till you finally get upstairs. You get upstairs and all of a sudden they t- say, listen, man, um, as you can see, things are bad here today. Mm-hmm. So you have an option. Either you play one set or you can go home now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, so they, they, these are the things they will do. And so, you know, we suffered it, you know. Then you play one set, and when you come outside, it's snowing. And they won't let you come out to the front door. Now, those stairs are slippery. Mm. Those, 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 those steel, steel steps. The steps, yeah. Man, so, you know, we, we, we went through it all. You know, you go, you go to a gig, all of a sudden, the, the promoter disappeared with the money. You know, uh, you know, I mean, you know, we all went through it. Believe me. I mean, thank God, we 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 we're, we're here to talk about it. But I know it wasn't easy, man. It wasn't easy, but because of the love that we have for music, mm. we still hang on. That's right. That's right. Eddie, where exactly did, did you meet the great Hector Lavo? Where exactly did you meet him for the first time? Well, <clears throat> I used to see Hector. You know, um, to be honest with you, I used to see Hector when I would perform with other groups. Mm. But, you know, I, and never, you know, never, that, and never in the world that I ever thought that I was going to play with Hector. And, you know, and we became very good friends. I mean, uh, you could look at some videos, and I'm not saying this to brag, but you could look at some videos on YouTube, and there was times he didn't take the band. Mm-hmm. And he said, you going with me? And I was saying, like, why? Mm-hmm. I said, you take the musical director. Take Jose Febles. Don't take me. Mm-hmm. No, I want you. You're going with me. <laughs> I said, why me? No me pregunte. The ticket is already done. The, the ticket is already bought. Don't, don't yeah. ask me. Don't ask me. Just remember, we're leaving Friday and we're playing Saturday. So, you know, we became very good friends, you know. And, and, and even though through his troublesome times that you know, that he faced in life, you know, that he faced in life. I used to go see him in the hospital. You know, a lot of people think a lot, and, and, I, I, and I have to clear this because a lot of people think that lo abandonaron, they abandoned him. No, no, no. The people that really loved him were there. Mm-hmm. I remember taking Pollo and Freddie, the bass player from Gran Combo. We were coming to my house, to my apartment on 233rd Street mm-hmm. when I lived up there. And I and I I I I'll tell you guys straight up. I was coming so that they could see some videos. As you can see, I got maletas full of videos. We're going, bro. We're going. And oh, we're yeah, going. well, you know, <laughs> listen, you guys don't come. It's on you. But you know, like I said, so I remember that I was saying, listen, man, um, if you don't guys don't mind, I gotta stop by and see Hector first, you know. And and they say, hey, man, you think we could come? I say, yeah, you could come. And I'm gonna make you laugh. I went to see Hector, and Hector used to love to smoke cigarettes, and he used to like una pinta de Goya, you know, a little pint of ice cream mm-hmm. that it was from Goya, and he used to like the vanilla. So I remember going and you know going to see him, and uh, I go over there with a pack of cigarettes, and I go to his room, and he says. Uh, Montalbain, he used to call me Montalbain. Instead of saying Montalbo, just to bust my chops, he would say Montalbain. I said, go ahead, Hector, what's happening, man? 
He said, bueno, ahí me traíste los cigarrillos. You know, you brought me the cigarettes. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. He says, well, what's up? Open it up. I said, I don't smoke. Well, you can't open it? I said, yeah, I can open it. I said, but you, you surely ain't going to smoke a cigarette here because you got an oxygen tank right next to you and you're going to blow this place out. He says, well, take me, take me to the uh, visitor's room. You know, they had like family visiting room. So as we're going, I said, hey, do you recognize these two guys? And he, he, he turns around like this and he says, no. <laughs> Who are they, you know, but... I'm not going to say what he said, but he would curse. He would, you know, he would say bad words. You know, King Ave. Uh, yeah, you, know? you want me to say so, it? <laughs> no, you know what I mean? So, so uh, I said, Tú no reconoce. You know, you really don't, don't recognize these guys? No. Wow. I, said, I said, you sang with them. Mm. And he looks again and he says, Gran Combo? Mm. I said, yeah. I said, this is Pollo, the conga player, and this is Freddy, the bass player. Mm. And then he says, oh, uh, I sang with them El, El Caballo Pelotero. Right, yeah. And, and, and he, I swear, I'll I, I never forget that. So then to bust my chops, he says, you like cream? You got the ice cream? I said, man, I forgot the ice cream. He says, well, what, what, what I'm going to say with ice cream? So now I... I leave these two guys there, and I got to take the elevator, walk along, or grab, grab the elevator, go up to Madison Avenue, get them the ice cream, walk back up to Fifth Avenue, you know, because they had them in the car to cook. And uh, <clears throat> I get them the ice cream. And then he says to me, uh, you know, I, you know he's, he's, he's saying in Spanish, you know, I sang with these guys. I say, yeah, no, no, I know, I know. And he says to me, well, uh, you want me to sing for you today? And I say, yeah, well, well you know, what you going to sing? He said, no, you tell me. Mm. So I would say to him, all right, uh, sing to me, Rompe Saragüe. Mm. And, you know, uh, with all the respect, man, and may he rest with the Lord, um, you know, he did the effort to sing. You know, I mean, he was already, you know, he was very, he was very sick at, at, at that moment. But, you know, he, he did that and... And then I told him, all right, uh, sing me a bolero, you know, and I, 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 would, sing, I would say to him, uh, sing to me tanto como ayer. Mm. And he would actually, you know, and, and, and I remember Pollo telling me, yo, you know, Eddie, man, uh, as we left the hospital, he said, you know, um, wow, he's, he's, got a, he's got a strong heart, man, because a guy who jumped off of, a hotel was all you could say he's like reconstructed again you know all his bones yep. and he was still you know but like we all say is at god's time you know not our time mm -hmm. but those are you know those are some of the good times and i'm not gonna say all the crazy pranks that we used to do in that band i'm not gonna say them but <laughs> but you know i because i don't want to use the words but uh he was strong and, in that, you know. And, and you know what, uh, Adrian, he um, he got away with murder. <laughs> you know, he got away with murder. You know, I mean, listen, I, I, I'll put it to you this way. 
you're talking about Corso. Yep. There was a time I was in the Corso, and us musicians would hang out behind the stage that was a kitchen, and we would hang back there in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I remember Marty Ari came over and said, Hey, Eddie. You know, he used to speak with me. He said, Hey, Eddie, let me speak to you. <laughs> I said, What's up? What do you mean, what's up? Where's Hector? I said, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know where he at. He said, will you tell the musicians not to take out their instruments? Okay, Marty. And tell them to go home. I said, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Look, he was supposed to start. Oh, no problem. I go to the kitchen. I said, your fellas. Um, Marty, I was saying that uh, we got to go home. What do you mean we got to go home? We're waiting for Hector. I said, yeah, but he's already kicking us out. Mm. All right, well, listen, Eddie, man, you know what? We, we got a gig tomorrow. Joe Hector, I ain't making the gig. Hmm. I said, bro, relax, man, and worry about it. You know, first we got to find out where Hector's at before we can even accuse anything, make any a- accusations, you know. So to make the story short, as we're going down the stairs, Hector's getting out of the cab. Wow. And he says, in Spanish, he says, ¿Dónde van? You know, so I said, listen, man, Marty just throw us out. Don't nobody leave. And here, we're, in the, we're downstairs. I believe there was a Burger King right next to. Yep, that's right, Burger King. Still there, Burger too. King. Burger mm-hmm. King. So we're standing, and Hector goes upstairs, and he tells Marty Harris, Give me my money. I'm here. Give me my money. And he says, what do you mean? You don't give me my money. All these people are going to leave the club because mm-hmm. they ain't to see me. They ain't going to see you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Goes back downstairs. He says, come on up. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. We played three tunes. Mm-hmm. Three. He paid everybody. So said, that's it. That's it. That's it. He used to get away, you know, he had to do whatever he wanted to do. You know, he was blessed with that. Mm. Uh, he was blessed that he could curse at the people and they love him and they, and they laugh. Somebody else would curse him, you know, there's a fight. Right. Um, there was another time, uh, Hector didn't show. And again, musicians, yo, don't count on me tomorrow. Don't even call me. So, all right, bro. In the morning, get a call. Eddie. Call everybody. Yo, Hector, where were you last night? No, 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 no. Don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask me. I, I'm serious, Adrian. Don't ask me. Just call the musicians. I says. But they all said no. They gonna make the gig. No, 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 no. You tell them that I got everybody's money from last night that I did not play. Tell them that when they get to the club, before we even play, I'm going to pay everybody for last night's gig. Wow. And tell them all that we're going to start at 1130. Hmm. I call yo, you sure, man? I said, listen, I'm telling you what the guy said. He's saying he's going to pay everybody. And he, I said, I'm telling you what he said. What do you want me to tell you? Everybody shows up. Paid everybody. Don't ask me about where I was at last night. Got paid, right? Okay, that's all that. That's all that matters. 
practice. We even. <laughs> we even. That's the way it was, you know. But, you know, he was loved, man. He's, you know, it, it was one of a kind. Hector was one of a kind. He was worshipped. He was worshipped. He was worshipped. He, yep. he could do no wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I mean, I got a lot of live recordings. When you guys come over, you're going to hear and you're going to say, like, wow. Escucha esto, Eddie. Escucha esto. Yeah, he definitely flipped the Chapo Thing tune because you know that was Chapo Thing. Yeah, he, he, you know, he was, listen, man, Hector was one of a kind, man. Uh, uh, there was a time where, you know, we, we were with Funny All-Star and we did a concert and they actually tore down the stadium, the public, because you couldn't get in no more. So, <laughs> you know, they, they actually broke, broke the doors, everything, <laughs> the public. You know, the people that were outside that wanted to see the concert, but they, they it was already at full capacity. Mm. And uh, I still remember, man, we, we, when we got to the airport with Fanyan to that we were going through customs. When we went through customs, um, Hector said, I'm going to the bathroom. He went to the bathroom. And while that happened, there was a person that had everyone's passports. We were asked to come back out of customs because they wanted to final, finalize who was going to pay for the damage that was done to the stadium. Wow. But in those concerts, when these promoters sign, there's always a clause that if there's a ride or anything, is covered by an insurance. Mm. So what happened was they weren't budging. They wanted to know who's going to pay for this. Mm -hmm. So Jerry, you know, may he rest with the Lord. They they they, they got lawyers. They they you know they that they, they were really connected. And uh, we stood outside and remember Hector in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So. Hector came out the bathroom, saw nobody, and he went to the gate, thinking that everybody's at the gate. So, plane is about to leave. Hector had a boarding pass. Thinking now that probably the guys are inside the plane because it was Fania, and they're probably going to give him carte blanche and let Fania into to the plane before anybody else. Right. So he got on the plane, and he... We were, we were leaving from Colombia to Venezuela. Mm. And he arrived to Venezuela with no passport because <laughs> they knew who he was. Mm -hmm. He walked into Venezuela scot-free. Wow. Wow. You know, uh, man, I got a lot of memories with Hector, man. A lot of memories. Let me ask you, speaking of memories, Eddie, the, one of the first, what was the feeling when you, I'm sure you've seen crowds from here to Kingdom come, man. I mean, you know, but... What was the feeling when you sat down in your conga and you looked up and there was like, you know, the whole world looking at you? What's, what's well, that look, feeling? Well, look, 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 look at this photo. Oh, here we go, bro. We look. Wow. Look at that. Wow. 
Jesus. That's amazing. But but you know you know what really amazed me, and I'm I'm going to change I'm going to change I'm going to change the the conversation for one quick second. Wait, I'm just blowing. Um, one of the things, Adrian, that really uh, I will always this will always stay in my heart. I played the Amnesty International concert in Chile when Pinochet was the uh, you know the man in charge, and we played a hundred thousand people. 100,000 in a stadium where they used to kill the people. Mm. And I was playing there with Ruben and it was, it was, uh, it was Sting, Ruben, Shanae O'Connor. Wow. And, um, I think it was New Kids in the Block, if I'm not mistaken. It, it, I think they were on their gig. Um, I'll show it to you guys when you come, because I, I have the video. Okay. And, 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 and when you walked into that stadium, Mike and Adrian, both of y'all, the hairs on your body would, would actually rise up, because I don't know if it's mentally you're thinking like, wow, all these people got executed in this place. Mm. Because you know that's what they would they they actually did the concert where people got executed. Mm. So you know that was one thing that I will never forget. You know because you know you're asking me about the crowds. Yes, man. It, it, it's I'll show you pictures when you guys come of of the stadiums and stuff that we did. You know, and it was like now I sit here in my in my crib and and I and I say wow, you know, just to think that. All my colleagues here are gone, mm. but we all participated as one, mm-hmm. performing for thousands of people. You know, and then when you went to, um, Adrian, also when you went out of town, people will be waiting outside the hotel for you to sign a book or if they could take a picture with you. And, you know, man, with all the respect, I'm a people's person, you know. Uh, well, yeah. You know, I'm not a star, man. You know the stars are up in the in the sky. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real, man. You're, you're a legend, though. There's, there's a no, no. You know, and thanks for saying that. You know, because a lot of people say, "Oh, Eddie Motaba, you're an icon." You're an icon too. That's true. No, you 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 by association, no, Montalvo. Uh, you no, got man, but, but, but my brother, you know, straight up, I don't, I don't look at it that way. Yeah. I look at that. It's a blessing of what you know, Papa Dios has let me do all these years of my life, you know, what I've done. And, and, you know, I don't look at it that way, you know. And believe me, I always say to people, listen, man, I bleed like you. I have pain like you. I still got my hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, really, really, you know, uh, I, I, I just say, again, thank you, Lord. For- Brother, you got you to realize, man, when, when as, as a fan, as, you know, people who pay to see you guys most of us we fan out because when we get there we know what you already have been through what you've done so it's more of the experience you know and then and then you get to see you play right there in front so and we know what to expect exactly we know who you are what you did 
Exactly. Yeah, we know who you are. And it's by association. I mean, you know, when I started, you said, man, you're a tremendous photographer. But I didn't travel to find you around the planet, you know. Yeah, but, you know, it's a two-way street, you know, because it's a two-way street because I love the work you do. And as a matter of fact, when I saw you on Second Avenue, I said, hey, my man, I saw something there. Did you do that? And he said, yeah, Eddie. I said, man, bro, I got to give it to you, man. You know, I got to give it to you for real. Because it's, it, bro, you got a blessing. Bro, I'm going to show you with the camera. And besides the blessing, <laughs> you're, you're a great dancer. Thank you, brother. Thank you. You're a great dancer. Okay, I'm going to say it yes. from the bottom of my heart. You're brother. a great dancer. Was an effect. And brother. you're a great <laughs> photographer. So you got two things underneath that belt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you are a great dancer, my man. And you're a hell of a photographer, man. You know. <clears throat> Thank you, Mira. No, for real. Okay, now I gotta get you Broey, do you have do you have something in particular to to? We gotta, we gotta let Eddie back to get back to his life, man. We gotta come here two hours, you know. No, I'm good. I'm good, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm yours, bro. We're going to keep you. We'll, we, we'll keep yeah, we, you, bro. We'll keep you. Keep it. Now, I, don't have a, I don't have a problem, bro. I ain't got a problem <laughs> in the world, man. And with, the, with the whole Senor Tambor uh, uh, release, this is the song that gets, I mean, I can play this song all night. I mean, all night. Mira quien viene ahí. Como? Mira quien viene ahí. No conocemos a Negros. man. Now, how in the world did you get Marcial? Because he was down with... Oh, listen to me, man. He was down with... God bless like 15 years ago. So how did you get your hand... How did you... Well, it's funny, man, because Marcial is a guy that is such a talented guy and and and... I know Marcel has recorded with everybody by Latino, everybody and their mother. Everybody and their mother. Everybody and their mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I did the album with Ralph Rosari, mm-hmm. that uh, Marcel sang in there. Mm-hmm. And I like that voice. And I wanted to spread out the work. Mm-hmm. And I had the atrevimiento. <laughs> you, know, <Almost>. <laughs> you know, to uh, to reach out to him, you know, through social media, and and he said Montalvo, it would be my honor, and and he always wrote to me something nice. He always said, you know, I always I admire you. You might not think I don't, but you know, you're a guy that I listened to when I was a kid, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, it was really really a nice gesture that he wrote, you know, something really nice. And and it wasn't because of what he wrote. You know, he was sincere. And I like his voice. So there's two songs there that Mike Amadeo from uh, Amadeo's record shop, mm-hmm. which is the Guapo mm-hmm. and Negro Encarnacion. And those are two comp- compositions of him. And what better than that one for Marcial, you know, and yeah. Negro Encarnacion. Encarnacion, that's right. That's right. And uh, he did a great job. And and then Angel did a great job with the Guapo. Yep. He did a great job, you know, Angel Rios, same thing, you know. So 
though, though, you know, again, blessings and, and thanks to you guys, because you, you guys are the ones that make it happen, not me. You know, I'm just, I just lay down the, the ground <laughs> and the gravel and you, you guys ride with it, you know. We, we need more guys to be playing stuff like this, man. It's the kind of, this is the kind of scene that hits you right in the gut because it's just like, Oh, and, uh, and you know what? And, and 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 you know, and that's and that's my rhythm section. You know, yeah. you know, Sergio, Sergio, and, and Rick Bloom. You know, yeah, yeah. Right. And, and you know, we we have it's like a team. You know, we got that blend. You know, we already know each other and the knockout punch, man. We don't, we don't even have to look at each other. You know, let's just flow. Let's just flow. Mm. You know, uh, thanks to them. You know, they're my rhythm section and. I love those guys. You know, a lot of people say, hey, man, you're going to record the rhythm section in Puerto Rico? And everybody said to me, hey, man, Eddie, well, you know, we'll do it for free. And I said, now, nah, listen, I thank you. But, you know, I got my rhythm section, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. You know, and those guys, those guys been loyal to me all the time. So they've been loyal. They've been, honestly, both of them been loyal. Um, Eddie, but why do, you, why do you think that so much music sounds the same, you know, today in terms of, you know, why do you, what is it, why does music salsa sound the same? When well, you know, you, you know, what, what, it, what it is also, Adrian, it, it, it's, 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 it's a variety of things. Um, it, when you do an album, you don't put all your baskets, you don't have to show your, your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. Okay. I hate to say it like that because it sounds terrible. But what I'm trying to say by that is that, you don't go to one arranger and you say, hey, man, do me 10 arrangements. Because it's, it's, it's all going to sound the same. Right. Right. Yes. You know. So what you do is you spread the wealth. You give it to different arrangers. Mm -hmm. But you let them know, this is what I want. And you know what? Before you make that arrangement, whatever you're writing on that, on that paper, on that chart, send me an MP3 of what you're doing and I'll give you the okay. I don't want you to go and do the arrangement then you say, Eddie, here it is. I might not like it. <clears throat> so what am I going to do? I'm going to pay you for an arrangement that I don't like? No. So what I do is I say, give me an MP3. Here's the lyrics. Do an arrangement. Uh, use a, vi a vibra of vibes, vibraphone, so I can hear the chorus, and I know that whenever I hear those vibes, that's the coro, and let me hear the instrumentation, how it's going to sound. Right. And that's what I do. I know a lot of people say, oh, man, you're just a conga player. You're not a, you're not a musician. You know, I'm a piano player. I'm a trumpet player. I'm a guy who has studied. Fine. It's all fine and dandy. <laughs> it's all fine and dandy. But don't let the conga player fool you. That's right. Damn right. Don't let the conga player fool you. Right. Damn right. Mm -hmm. And don't envy, man. Don't envy. No. Why envy? Everybody melt down. Why envy? Don't don't envy. <laughs> <laughs> don't let the old goat 
that he's got a bag full of tricks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what so, you mean. Yeah, you go, bro. That's yeah. Cool. I know what you mean, brother. I know what you mean. But, but you know, that happens. There's a lot of musicians, they look at you and they say, oh, man, you're just a conga player, man. Conga players, we got them a dime a dozen. Fine, you do. But you as a, as a musician or you want to put conga player, we'll go back to conga player. Mm-hmm. If you've been around the block 10 times and you keep going around, you got to pick up something. That's right. That, that people will like. You know what I mean? So... And you've been around the block uh, more than a, more than ten times, my brother. It's like it's like miles around the block. <laughs> I, I've been around that block of 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 a campus before they had those gates up that looks like a, like a jail. Exactly. <laughs> Bro, I used to have to go get the handball down there. <laughs> Eddie, would you say that? Would you say that the great Martin Cohen was the one photographer that's, that's photographed you the most? I'm going to say this, and I, I'll say this, and I always tell them that. I, I, I always say, hey, Pops, I always call him Pops, and I said, it's your Puerto Rican son. I always tell him that. Because mm-hmm. Martin gave us all an opportunity, and, I, and, I, and I'm not kissing butt. I'm saying it how it is. He gave us all an opportunity, and why do I say that? Adrian, he took photos of us that when you went into Guitar Center, when, when you went into Manny's, you saw our photos up. Mm-hmm. They were probably 16 by 20. Yep. They were probably look like uh, the size of that photo up there. Yeah. Right. yeah. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's what it was. So he gave us the props. He would write us up on the, on, on, on the catalogs. Right. Our pictures would be on the catalogs. Um, I didn't have a signature line at the time, and I want to thank Martin Cohen for a signature line. Right. And, and you know, and I have to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up about Martin. But, you know, Martin was the guy that put us on the map. Whether people want to admit it or not, that's my perspective of how I feel of Martin. And it's not that I'm trying to kiss butt, but Martin gave us the props. And I, and, I, and I said this, it was Martin's birthday one time and they had a special luncheon. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I, believe me, I, I didn't go in there to speak, but they say, yo, Eddie Montalvo's back there. Yo, bring him up front. And I'm like, yo, man, don't do this to me, man. Cause you know, the place is packed. Mm-hmm. You know, you had everybody there. You had Tony Suga there. You had everybody there. Everybody was there and their mother. You know, Johnny Rodriguez, everybody was there and their mother. But you know what? <clears throat> I said it. You know, I said, hey, man, I, I hope no one feels bad with what I'm going to say. But this man whose birthday we're celebrating here today was the guy who really gave us a break. Right. If, and, and, you know, I was one of the fortunate ones that every time Martin Cohen did a new conga, he would tell me, Eddie, take this conga and tear it up. I want to know if this conga can take the, the take the, the you know, the, the beating. Because remember, we used to carry them congas on the planes. Mm-hmm. So he would tell me, man, I used to have a house full of congas at the time. You know? And it's like, you know, he was the guy that really laid us down and he, he gave us a lot of props. 
And then I recorded with him those two albums, instructional albums. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of people that say to me, yo, Eddie Montalmo, man, you know, I learned from those albums, you know. And of course, we did a lot of albums. I mean, we did uh, uh, one with, Peri, with, with Luis Pericolti. Uh, I did one with, with Johnny Rodriguez Dandy. Dandy's, you know, Dandy, uh, he did an album. Mm -hmm. And uh, he gave us a lot of props. You know, he had his own little recording studio at one time. Hey, listen, oh. those, those, conga, those conga things, the, the time that you, you did one-on-one, -on -one, <laughs> you know, let's say, remember those Eddie Torres videos in the beginning? Yes, Eddie Montalvo with the ruffle shirt. Ruffle shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, still, to, to this day, that shit is off the, I mean, I'm sorry to curse. I mean, to this day, I mean, it's a blueprint, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, in, in terms of, of Martin giving opportunity, you complimenting me on the camera, Martin invited me to his house. That's the first time I've ever, I've ever picked up a Canon camera in my whole life. That a big, wow. And he said, listen, photograph here, photograph there. He, you know, so there's two guys that I consider my photo mentors. Martin, number one, because he said always, get close to the musician, get close. If a picture's no good, if it's from far, always get close. And Kevin Yerolta from uh, Lincoln Center. If you ever looked at Lincoln Center on their website, the guy makes those events look incredible. So when, oh, yeah. I, when I'd, be, I'd be in the pit at Lincoln Center, you know, I would pick his brain. And, and you know, there's nothing like people that, that create opportunity. Nothing like it. So I definitely agree with you in terms of, you know, Martin and, and creating opportunity because my hand thing, you know. I, yeah. never, I never saw a photo musician before, you know, Martin photographed musicians. You know what I mean? Man, and, and uh, you know, I, I knew Martin, oh, man, I, I met Martin in 1976. And uh, I was playing with Los Quimbo, Alberto Santiago Los Quimbo. Como? <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Never um, forget, man, uh, that was another story because playing with Orete was, oof, yeah. oof, oof, you know. And remember, Adrian, uh, when we played, we, we were never mic'd. So, tu tenia que tocar, like they say, a pulmón. You know, you had to play, you had to play strong. You know, you had to, you had to carry that band. And there was no mics at that time. They ain't put no mics on you. If they put a mic, it was for you to do chorus. But not, there was no conga, no conga mics, you know. And I met Orete and... Uh, I met Orete when I was playing with Tony Paul y La Protesta. Uh, Beretta was playing Que Viva La Musica, and I, I sat in a tune. Uh, Johnny, and I don't know if he's going to remember that, but Johnny Rodriguez uh, asked me to take the second drum, and I was scared. You know, I was like, yo, this is Ray Beretta, man. You know, I, I don't even want to go up there, you know. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I sat in, and Orete took down my number thinking of nothing. Then later on, they did Tipica 73. Right. And then after that, they decided to form this group called Alberto Santiago y Los Quimbo. And I recorded both albums with them. I did two albums. They did three albums, but I did two of them. Because mm. on, on, after the second, we left. There were certain, certain guys in the band we left. Yeah. And I remember playing, you know, to, to come to play with Orete, Adrian, and... I would say, Orete, como tu estás? Que como que yo estoy? Toca ahí como un hombre lo que tiene que tocar. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, wow, man, this guy, you know. 
but it was the schooling, you know, it was the schooling. I mean, the guy's a bad cat and, you know, we all looked up to him, you know, still a bad cat, yeah, you know? Still is. Was that the strongest band leader that, that you that you ever dealt with? Well, yeah, you can say, yeah, you can say that, you know. Everybody else was cool. I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, another guy who holds military straight up is Ruben. Mm. You know, Ruben. And... Uh, I, I got my scolding with Ruben one time, and I'm never gonna forget. Um, we were <laughs> we were on the road, and we the plane stopped, and we had like half an hour to get onto the next plane. And uh, I was with Ralph with Rosari, and we decided to get a bite to eat. Mm. And we only have half an hour. You got to be on the next plane, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're jumping from one plane to another. Man, and we sat down to eat, and when we went back to the gate, the plane was gone. Wow. So when I reached the other side, well, let me put it to you this way. Uh, we had to tell the concierge there that we missed our flight. Look, here goes the ticket. I was supposed to be on that flight. Look, here goes the ticket. And... Uh, and they said, okay, sir, well, uh, we're going to try to get you on the next one. We're going to try. Because all those tickets are already booked. So anyway, they got us on the plane. And when we, when we arrived at the airport, Ruben was waiting there with our suitcases. Hmm. And, you know, I, I got help. And I learned my lesson. <laughs> and, you know, and no, no, I'm serious. I learned my lesson. And, and, and they taught me a lot. And, and I, I got to say this also that <clears throat> if Ruben says to you, be downstairs at quarter to seven, it's not, don't get on the elevator at quarter to seven to meet in the lobby of the hotel. Mm. You, better, you better, you know, you better start getting on the elevator at 630. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that by quarter to seven, Mm-hmm. Everybody's in that lobby, yeah. so you know, you know, you know. You learn, you learn, you learn by your mistakes, you know. And because of that, you know, I try to be as faithful as I can to the band. And why do I say this? I give an example. I remember when I used to play with bands that we really didn't start at eleven, and they would tell us that we start at nine thirty. Hmm. So you get to a gig at 9.30 and you really didn't start until 11 and you got me there hanging out for two hours or two and a half hours. So now with my group, I said, listen, fellas, we're men. Hit time on stage is 11. I'm not going to tell you 10. I'm not going to tell you 10.30. Hit time on stage, we hit at 11. Yeah. So do me a favor. Everyone, leave on time. Don't give me the rap about the George Washington Bridge. Don't give me the rap. Don't give me that rap. Don't give me the rap. Don't give me the rap about the GW. Or, or, or you know, no, no, I don't want to hear nothing. Or the traffic jam. Yeah, I gave you the time. I gave you the time. It's your conscience that has to say, okay, I got to leave early because I got, in case the bridge is backed up or something, you know what I mean? Okay. 
I don't want to hear it, you know. So. Yeah, I remember hanging out with Harry Adorno back in the day. Oh. You know, and Harry, Harry, when I, there was a time I would say a little time, there was, there was a time I wanted to be a musician. So, you know, I, I would hang out with Cesar Clemente and I would get on the bus with Tito Rojas and I would. Right, exactly, right. What are you talking about? You had to be on, everybody was on the bus at 930 because we're going to Philadelphia. We're going to, you know, right. you know, and, and even with Gran Combo. You know, Richie's downstairs in the lobby at that time, and he's like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you can't. But I, I remember, you know, band leaders, like, yo, where are you? You know, the yeah. bull. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah, my <laughs> wife is in birth. Give him birth. And you- <laughs> listen, listen, I'm on, the, I'm on the road, and we got a plane to catch in the morning. And they're telling everybody, hey, 8 o'clock in the lobby, because the bus is picking up everybody. So now we're in the lobby. I'm not going to name no names. And you're calling the guy and say, yo, um, you're going to the concierge. Listen, can, can, can you please ring up uh, 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 room 1005? Uh, yeah, who are you? Listen, uh, Eddie Montalvo, part of the band. So-and-so was staying in that room. And then they pick up the phone. Look, hello? <laughs> I say, yo, where you at? Everybody's downstairs already, man. What's up? Hey, bro, we ready to leave? Oh, bro, what time is it? I said, what, what, what do you mean, what time is it? So in other words, you broke night, all night, hanging out, and now you're going to go to bed. So, so you know, and then that's what happens. And then now because of them, because mm-hmm. you got to wait for them, now when you get to the airport, Papa, it's a rush, rush, because you don't want to miss that flight. Oh, no, 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 bro. I, 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 know, I know exactly what you're saying. I've been through that, man. I've been through that. Yeah, and I, you know, I gave you a small example. That's just the smallest example. Yeah, and I know the Jew because I'm left holding the bag. Because when the band shows up late, the DJ got to keep on playing. You know what I'm right. saying? So I know exactly what you're like. And I know what you're like, bro. You are like... <laughs> yeah? Yeah, man. I know you, bro. I know you. you know? <laughs> oh, man. I, I ain't, I ain't going to go through that, man. Bro, first of all, I feel I'm older. I don't want to get a heart attack. I already got a stent in my heart. I already got a stent, bro. So I don't need another stent. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you know, it's the truth. Bueno. Mambo in the city, you know what? This is like this is this is this is one of the classics, man. I mean no question. We had Peter Rodriguez Jr. on it, and you already know. Eddie, you already know. Uh and we had we just had you know, some amazing, amazing uh, guest artists, but we're here with the Fania legend. Señor Tambor. Señor Tambor. Señor Tambor. Eddie Montalvo aquí con nosotros. Que un plazo. Eddie, what part of Puerto Rico your family's from? See, now, now, well, now. My, you know, I'm an only child, so ah. uh, my, my, my parents are resting with the Lord. My, my father was from Aguadilla, mm-hmm. and my mother was from Naranjito, near Bayamón. But they're both gone, you know. They're both resting in in the Lord's house. Got him. Okay. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. You know, and they will be. But, you know, I just remember, man. I'm not going. I'm not going to say it no more. Both of you guys, y'all, but y'all. <laughs> we coming. We coming. We coming. We coming. We coming. We coming. What's As a matter of fact, both of y'all should come together so we can have a good time. Okay. We gonna hold you to that, bro. We gonna hold you to that. Yeah. We coming. Hit him, bro. You know, you don't, listen, you don't have to bring your camera. I got, I got look, I got cameras here. Look, look. <laughs> I got cameras here. Look, I got cameras, man. What, what, Eddie? Oh, you, don't have, you, don't have, you don't have to bring camera, you know. Damn. 
I got a cannon in the in the closet. If you you know that you like to you know that way you can show me how to use it. <laughs> well, we'll trade. I'll take a I'll take a conga lesson. And I got a a, a, a seven yeah. or something like that up there. Five five D Mark Seven or something like that. No, hold on. Let me see. <laughs> It's gonna be a good time, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to play congas. I'm gonna be yeah, exactly. Let me exactly. see, man. I'll tell you what it is. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that chair, man. I gotta get that chair, man. Looks like a director's chair. Oh man, it's a seven D. Yes. Yeah, man. You know, I've never, I've never understood why, you know, musicians don't. Talk. Well, Richie, Richie, Richie Bastal, he's 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 come a long way, man. But, you know, I'm glad he bought himself a camera. And he he takes photos when he travels, you know, because who's gonna go? You know, if you guys are in Africa or, you know, or, you know, this is look, this is us crazy musicians. Look, buying stuff that we never use. Look. Yeah, bro. I, 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 I ain't gonna lie to you. You have the camera, and then you say, oh, man, I don't know how to use this. And you gotta... <laughs> <clears throat> now, I'm going to tell you another story so you can laugh. Damn it. Talking about cameras. No, because you guys go around the world, man. That's, those are just, yeah, you know, that's, that's yeah. free photography. Listen, listen I, I'm going to tell you a story so you can laugh. Jeremy's girlfriend, her dad said, hey, man, I got a lens for you. I heard you you got a camera. So, you know, I said, yeah, well, you know. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to show you the lens. Wait, so so it forced me to go buy a Nikon because the lens he gave me was for Nikon. Hold on. <laughs> it's true, bro. Musicians love photography, bro. Wow. They just, they look. I know. There's more cameras than I do. I have, I have two. <laughs> Mira, mira, mira. This was the lens he gave me, look. Wow. Wow. Is that a wide angle lens? Yeah, it's a, it says um, Nikkor, it says AFBR Nikkor 80-400mm. Mm. Wow. That's a room. Does, does Martin know that you, that you got good cameras, man? Good, no, good. he don't know. He don't know. Oh. <laughs> But but you know you know what I'm saying. Wait till you go back to Mar yo. There's a photo that Martin has, and I, I think it's like in his, in like in, a, in one of the back rooms there. It's a photo of Tito Puente at the Palladium, and it's, oh. it has to be my favorite photo, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. He's, he's very in the photo. He has the old the classic timbal. You see the backdrop of the of the Palladium ballroom, and Tito's looking at the camera from the side, man, and it just like hits you as soon as you walk into the room. Wow. It's yeah, yeah. No, no, man. Beautiful photo. <laughs> I was man. That was Martin. There's another one that he has of Santitos Colon and and Tito Puente uh, and Tito sitting down in a chair and there's a, like a lamp and it's in Amsterdam. Santa since Col you like Col since you like conga, look, bro. I want a, I want a lesson, bro. When I get over, I need a wow. yeah. Wow. Señor wow. Tambol is right, bro. See that? <laughs> so now you don't have to bring a conga. You get a lesson. The name the name is appropriate, man. Señor Tambol. <laughs> I'm not bringing a <laughs> or a camera, bro. Uh -huh. I'm not. I'm not bringing a a, a conga or a camera. You got everything over there, bro. No, well, you got it here, so that way you will take me. Show me how to use it. I'm gonna bring Venice with me. 
Oh, <laughs> I love that place, man. I used to go to that place when it was across the street. Yeah, that's the first place. Where, where the beauty parlor is across the street, that used to right. be Venice. My mother used to take my mother. My mother says hello, by the way. She's a fan oh, of awesome, many, man. many years, man. So, but she used to take me there as a kid. Yeah, man. So, you know, I used to see uh, uh, Congressman uh, Bob, Bob Garcia, <laughs> <laughs> Lucio Ball. Yeah, that, was, that, that place was yeah, that was the place. And it's funny, man, because you know, changing the subject. When I used to finish at the Corso, I used to hang out a lot in the barrio. And I remember eating with Buyu, Mangual's father, Mangual Jr.'s father, at Patsy's. But when Patsy's was open, and it was, you know, it was, you know, the heavyweight people going in there. And I'll never forget that, man. And uh, Frank Sinatra used to go there. Hmm. To the one, the, the Patsy's on, on between 118. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Wow. <clears throat> the only one that, that you know. So I really all of that, man. Let me tell you, shout out to my friend. We got to do this one day. My friend Izzy Rodriguez, every time he comes, hey, Adrian, I'm, I'm in Venice already. Like, what? <laughs> you know, bro, we got we to take you to Venice, bro. That place. Yeah. You know. Well, I remember when, when, when it was the two brothers, remember? And then they sold it. Brothers, yeah. But I remember, I remember those guys, Adrian. I remember, you know, I used to go there a lot, man. What was the uh, the club around here that was, uh, was it Hunts Point Palace? Well, yeah, Hunts Point Palace on 163rd, around the corner, on Southern Boulevard, around there. Wow. But there's, around here, East 149th Street, did, did they have any clubs around here? Oh, uh, well, you used to have the, the um, Bronx Casino, hmm. next to La Campana. That is a matter of fact, the Bronx Casino now is, is they made it a hotel hmm. on 149 between Brook. Third Avenue over there. Right. Uh-huh. That, used to be, that used to be the Bronx Casino. Then you had a place also on 138 and, uh, my God, uh, 138 and, because that, that there was another club that you went downstairs. Oh, the Teatro Puerto Rico? All right, but. Further up, okay. further, further up, and um, okay, if, if you got Teatro Puerto Rico on your left, keep mm-hmm. going up, like if you're going to go to Third Avenue, and then that next corner on the right-hand side across the street, there was a club there. Gotcha. Yeah, man. I used to play all those places, Bronx Casino, uh, uh, even on uh, 161st Street uh, and, and uh, Grand Concourse, right on 161st. They had a club there that, wow. that, that, that became a, a motel. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm sorry, not a motel, a hotel. And now it's like a building. Mm-hmm. But they used to have a club there. And then later on, when that became a hotel, the Yankees would stay there. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, oh, oh. hit him, bro. We hit him. <laughs> Bueno, familia. Let me tell you, man, I'll never forget this. So, uh, you know, 
I want to give a, a very special, un abrazo y una gra, un, un, gracia bien grande al, al único Eri Montalvo por estar con nosotros. Thank you, thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you both, man. And, thank uh, you for giving the old man a break to come on. Come on, bro. You know. And we'll, and we'll be patiently waiting for the next one. Yeah. Yeah, but I really... No, no, no. I won't, I, I won't do nothing until you What was that? One more time? One more time? That again? I said I will not do another interview until you guys come over. Okay. No, we're talking about the album. We're talking about the album, oh. brother. That's what we talking about. You know what I'm saying? Oh man. Trying to put brothers, you know. Put, no, let, let's see. Let's see what. Put some ideas in your head, brother. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me ask you, Eddie. If, if somebody wanted to reach out to the great Eddie Montalvo, what's the best way? Let's say you want to get hired or whatever. What's the best way for somebody to reach out to you? Have, do you have a? No, uh, well, you can reach me. Uh, you can put uh, EddieFania at gmail dot com. EddieFania at gmail dot com for business inquiry. EddieFania. Yeah. Anyfanya at gmail.com. Write it down. Write it down. And on, uh, and, and he has, uh, I think you have a Facebook like page? Yeah, you know what? As a matter of fact, there's a friend of mine that was doing one called eddymontalvo.net. Mm. Okay. Okay. Complete. Eddie Montalvo complete, you know, all together, and then .net. Okay, that's the website. They, yeah, they're just doing a, they're doing a website now. Okay, beautiful. We look, we'll be looking forward to that. Look, if you ever need uh, photos for your website, you want to take a conga and go in the middle of the street with me, it will be... You know, it, it, it's funny. It's funny because after, you know, when I saw that great photo, I said, man. And I had just gotten to Martin's house and Martin was saying to me, man, Eddie, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's too cold to go out there to take photos, you know. And I'm like, Yo, come on, Martin, man. He says, well, I'd like to take you to Dumbo and we can take a nice photo in Dumbo, which is true. Dumbo's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But, you know, it, it wasn't the proper time because he was saying that uh, for the cameras and, and you know, the get foggy with, with heat and the, the lenses get foggy and it's tricky. Yes. He told me, Eddie, man. I said, well, then, you know, Pops, I got to do it this way, man. So, you know, but it worked out. Great photo, sure. man. Beautiful photo. <laughs> It worked out, man. It worked out, you know. Yeah. And and and, and I gotta, you know, I gotta give it to his his assistant Javier, you know. And, mm -hmm. and another another kid came, another young man called Ricardo, mm -hmm. because he 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 put he you know he put the gravy on the hand. He said, you know what? I'm not gonna do nothing. You guys are gonna do it. And 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 if you have a question, you ask me. So I said, Yo, pops, man. He says, <laughs> They can do it, man. I learned so much going to Martin's house. Trust me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, you know, just un 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 unbelievable experience. Even with, yeah. with him bringing the musicians to the house, you know, yeah. serving lunch, and then he would go yeah. in and have like, I think I did something with Los Adolescentes. Hmm. Oh, really? Oh, wow. and Colpi, Los Adolescentes, bro. And, you know, Charlie Caldona was right next to me, and everybody's around, you know. Everybody's playing congas and Martin's just walking around with the camera, taking pictures. Yeah, 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 like nothing. Yeah, it's an everyday thing for him, like nothing, you know. Yeah, like putting on his pajamas and taking them off. <laughs> you know? Ladies and gentlemen, take it away, Broy. But we had to once again, Eddie. Thanks for gracing us with your presence, man. And uh, like I said, we look forward to the next uh, production. Saludoso. <laughs> <laughs>
punching punch the gut kind of sauce. Well, he, got, he got something else, bro. Don't, got, don't forget. Don't forget. Hey, you send me that in there. I put it on my Mambo stuff, uh, uh, on Mambo it. City's page. I'm going to post it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you, Mike. And yeah. you send it to Adrian. Yeah. I'll send it to Adrian. Yeah. Adrian, when you have a chance, text me your number. You got it. Absolutely. You got me in limbo land. <laughs> Folks, that's Eddie Montalvo, Fania All-Star. Eddie Montalvo, thank you so much, Eddie, man. Un abrazo. Thank you, guys. Everyone who's, everyone who's watching, God bless you all. I love you all. And uh, what else can I say? I hope you like the production. And I'm looking forward for the pandemic to ease down yeah. so we can go back to a normal life. That's right. We will. We will. I love you all. God bless you. And Peace. Mike, both of y'all. I love you, man. Got it, okay? Man. Yeah. Ciao. Corazón, Eric, cuídate. Yeah. Okay, papi. Yeah. Hablamos.